You're listening to Conversations with Cal, the official podcast of the Sydney Swans. Welcome back to episode four of the podcast and a big shout out to everyone who tuned in last week. I want to thank Jeremy Laidler for coming on board and chatting to us about the East Coast Swans that have uh, came down to training the last week and have all fitted in just well. Plenty to get through on today's episode, but not without the help of this week's co-host. Re- representing Collingwood and Sydney, 168 games, 235 goals. Uh, a 2005 Premiership player, now Swans Development and Academy coach, Nick Davis. Welcome aboard. Chief, how are you? Not, not going quite well. Are you? Yeah, I am. Just be yourself. Don't be nervous. Yeah, okay, good on you. Wikipedia <laughs> bio says to me, when I was doing some work on yeah. you last night, former professional AFL and rugby league player. Yeah. Let's explain the cross-code situation. Yeah. I'm disappointed now that you, you had to... Uh, yeah. The fact that we've known each other for how many years that you needed to look this sort of information up. No, no, no. I knew that you um, yeah. debuted for the Roosters, but I don't yeah. think it's fair to say that you are a professional rugby league player. Why? Well, I don't think... Well, well, explain the tournament you were in. The uh, NRL 9s? Yes. It'd be like playing... Was it the AFLX? You'd come out of retirement. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, played for the Roosters. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I took the field. Dodged a few guys. <laughs> 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 Tackling was never my strong point on the uh, on the oval. oval. Yeah. So it was never going to be my strong point, yeah. uh, cross-coding. Well, take us back to when you actually <laughs> went on the field. Was there yeah. moments of like, oh, I, I yeah. might not put myself in this yeah. situation? Because I, no. we, we see the Roosters boys, um, they obviously train yeah. quite uh, next to us. And when yeah. they come past, I sit there and go, holy <laughs> moly, yeah, there's some exactly. big boys. Uh, look, my goal for the weekend uh, in Perth, uh, it's only coming up to 12 months ago, was to not become uh, a meme. Mm-hmm. To not. <laughs> 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 I didn't really need to do anything great, but I just didn't want to do anything really, really stupid. Mm. And a good friend of mine uh, who played rugby league, Jamie Soward, is regularly his content of just getting steamrolled by Greg Inglis, who the, uh, the NRL people would know. So Lovely I just boy, didn't yeah. want to be that person. Yeah. So I avoided that at all costs. Yeah, because you walked around the footy club saying you're a Cronulla Sharks man and you celebrated very, very hard when Cronulla won yeah. the premiership. Well, I was still working with them at that stage. Anyway, well, mate, no, just, anyway. we'll move on because this is an AFL it's podcast. A, no, I can see you're getting true. very uncomfortable. No, I'm not. Um, now, you've been pestering me for some time now to feature from the podcast. but on one, But on one condition, we, we chat about the four quarter, <laughs> sorry, the four goal last quarter in the 2005 semifinal. Now, how long does the podcast go for? I don't I <laughs> 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 uh, uh, well, only 20 minutes. We'll go through the whole last yeah, quarter. Yeah, we can just watch but, the whole um, last quarter. I don't want to know your memories of the game, but I want to know yeah. your memories of post-game when you went to bed that night. Uh, what yeah, were you thinking? Well, I may not have, <laughs> Cal. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Yeah. I probably did not go to bed that night. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I do remember. And if you ever uh, – have you had Horse on the podcast before? No. Oh, we'll get him on. Not there, now yeah. I'm here. No. We'll get him on. But the one thing uh, I did probably a lap and a half of honour Mm-hmm. And then uh, worked my way uh, downstairs um, to be greeted by uh, my adoring teammates. And then there's one uh, one moment where uh, I, I crossed paths with Horse, who was the Fords coach. Uh, after I had a shower and uh, worked out, that was the quickest way to get back to Northies on Friday night <laughs> <laughs> at Granulla. And I may or may not have said. Uh, to horse, and he will clarify that I probably did say it, that uh, 
there you go, John, my work here is done. <laughs> and walked out of the change room. Well, you do get a lot of credit for that game, but I reckon you should right, so. take a lot of credit for that, for that premiership because it was a massive part of that final series in, in getting the boys to that position. I appreciate that. Mm. Uh, and look, in some seriousness... Uh, if we hadn't have gone on and been able to win the premiership, it wouldn't have been as as well remembered by obviously myself or teammates or, or fans or, or whatever. But there is another good story from that night and the week after um, that involves our, our new assistant coach, Ben Matthews. So I might keep that one. Okay. I'll keep that one until we can get him to... Um, to sit next to me. I have asked Benny Matthews to come on the podcast and he just goes silent. So he's a work in progress. Has that happened? Has that happened a lot? Uh, yeah, plenty. Yeah. Okay, well maybe yeah. I'll. When you, uh, that's what we need to get guys with, with your sort of profile yeah, on the you. show. But, mate, transition from player to coach. You've done a lot of work with the development side uh, of the game. Who have you most enjoyed coaching and seeing their career blossom at senior level? Um, look, it's been great. I, I've loved the opportunity uh, to come back and work not only with the development and the senior program, but the Swans Academy. Uh, we'll touch on that a little bit more um, with how that's growing. But look, I've been, I'll, there's a few that aren't here now, but look, Tim Membry was probably one of my favourites who, yep. who went on to, um, to St Kilda. Toby Nankervis has mm -hmm. obviously um, gone on. Uh, who else was in the third? Georgie Hewitt mm -hmm. was part of my first little crop of uh, development Tom, Tom players. Tom Mitchell as well. Tom Mitchell, yep. uh, Jake Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been lucky enough to um, to see these guys turn into you know decent AFL footballers, and um, yeah, it, it's very rewarding uh, to be able to um, help them out not only on the field but but off the field, and um, it's um, yeah, it's a really re rewarding uh, part of look my Swans uh, time, not only playing but yeah, coaching. Unreal. Now. Uh Thank you for coming on the podcast. Now, I thought we'd touch on some news of the week, which is another little segment. We probably do need some theme music for this one. But a massive congratulations is in order for Sam Mostyn, who has been awarded Australia Day Honours. Now, for those of you that don't know Sam Mostyn, she is uh, one of our directors here at the footy club. She was honoured for her work across business, sustainability and the community and women. Uh, Sam has been on our board for the Swans since 2017. She's been a trailblazer for women in the AFL and was the first female appointed to the AFL commission. Notably, Sam was a key figure in the push for the AFLW, which starts next week. For those of you that would like to know more about where the Swans are in their quest for an AFLW team, take a listen to Tom Harley. Clearly when the licences were first established a few years ago and then the expansion that's happened since, uh, as a club we just haven't been in a position to, um, to field a team, primarily based around facilities and uh, it's clearly been well documented that one of the significant casualties of COVID was our, um, our plans for the Royal Hall of Industries just next door here at the SCG. Um, we're working feverishly to get that back on, on board and, and satisfy our facility challenges and so that's a primary concern for us and that's one of the key planks obviously for our entry into AFLW. The AFL will ultimately determine um, when new teams are in. Um, but what we are doing is uh, we're continuing to expand our um, QBA Youth Girls Academy. With AFLW starting next week, we don't have a team yet, but uh, Davo, your daughter is a very passionate AFL player. Yes. You must be absolutely thrilled to see her go down the kind of same junior path that you went down. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's definitely something that um, I didn't need to really push her too hard into. She's always um, been around the footy club and, uh, and, and spent time here, but now that she's got the opportunity to... Um, to 
to wear the outfits and, and to, to put the training gear on and, and be a part of the uh, QBE Sydney Swans Academy uh, and then to look forward to um, a, a joining a, a Swans AFLW team. Um, she's well, she's 12, so she's mm. got a little while to go. Um, but it, it's great, I, I think, um, for... Uh, and we'll we'll talk to, to Jen about a little bit later on. But the the passion that the girls have it at all levels and all ages, um, and to be able to have that as a, a dream and a goal is something that um, they do speak about, and it and it's great to be able to hear it. On Jordan's uh, behalf, the apple has not fallen very far from the tree, and Jen <laughs> might be able to uh, <laughs> she might be able to elaborate on some of her training standards and uh, right. But yeah, mm. she might be in need of a bit of feedback. Oh, don't do that. A peer, ass- <laughs> a peer assessment. <laughs> don't do that to <laughs> her, mate. But uh, uh, she loves it. Um, you know, whatever. As a dad, uh, whatever she wants to do, I'd be a hundred percent behind her. And at the moment, uh, she wants to be an AFLW player. So there we go. Unreal. Well, actually, we might have a chat to Jen McCourt, the strength and conditioning coach for the QBE Swans Academy. Jen, come have a seat with us and. Talk to us about the female football program to make you feel, just come close to the mic, but just to make you feel um, a little bit more comfortable. Maybe talk to us about your role and how you first got started um, with the Sydney Swans girls program. Um, so as you said, my role is a strength and conditioning coach at the both the girls and the, the boys program. Um, I How did I get the role? Well, I've been at the club for about seven years now Mm. in different capacities, as you know, sports trainer. Yeah. Um, It's funny, if you hang around long enough, (laughs) they'll give you a job. job. (laughs) (laughs) War of attrition. It's not what you know, it's a you know kind of thing. Um, And at the time, I was working closely with Stephen Kelly, who is another Irish person who works behind the scenes at the club, Mm -hmm. um, strength and conditioning coach for the the seniors for a time and for the the academy as well now. Um, And I just harped on to him long enough and he gave me the job eventually. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had the credentials as well, but I harped on take long enough. Take yeah. it from me, Jen. You wear him yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. You wear him down. Yeah. That's all it takes. So he, yeah, he introduced me to Chris, and then Chris was, you know, excited about the vision for the girls' team and or the girls' academy, um, and then it just sort of went from there, mm-hmm. from strength to strength, really. Yeah. So. Just to touch on this, so you are the strength and conditioning coach for the QBE Sydney Swans Academy. Mm-hmm. So why is it important for the girls to learn the strength and conditioning skills along with the, the obvious football skills? Um, absolutely. So, I mean, at this point, the girls and the boys at that age, they wouldn't have been really exposed to any real off-field conditioning. Yeah. Um, and the off-field conditioning has a really important play in how you, how you play, really, on the field. Um, it, it supplements and complements um, the on-field stuff. Um, and at this point, you know, at the younger age level, we're introducing movement patterns and things like that and getting those sort of foundation, fundamental, like, movement prep going. Mm-hmm. So when they do get older, that we can introduce them to the gym setting and then, again, then start to load them that way as well, you know, within the gym. Yeah. It's um, it's part of making them more resilient, injury prevention, and just sort of being able to have a longevity within the sporting career. Because, I mean, I know both of you probably have had injuries and you know that it's really important. Tell me to about it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Was my like rehab was yeah. first class. But, uh, but just on that point, yeah. I think it's really important because the boys and the girls are up until probably 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. They do play multiple sports. So it's important yeah. that um, that we, when we have it at the academy, that um, their movement patterns and we're not, when they come out to, to learn the, the 
kick Mark Campbell side of, mm. of the and game. And the contact as and well. And the contact that, uh, and you know what it's like, footy is a game of, of you know, to be able, be able to move and be balanced. Mm. Uh, and the stuff, and we try and work with, with Jen and Steve that when the, guy, the boys and girls go over there, that then we can see that the movement patterns that they're doing and how they then translate to how mm. you kick, how you mark, how you handball. It's not just it's, a separate yeah, thing. Yeah, it's very much load management because these kids do every sport under the sun. Like yeah. some of them have already, we have the girls on a Monday and some of them have already played like, you know, before school sport, sport yeah. after school, sport during school and could yeah. possibly be leaving to go and do something else mm. afterwards. So it very much, it's not about flogging them, it's mm. about educating them um, and, you know, providing that sort of like platform for them to, you know, become more responsible as elite athletes to be able to take control of their their role as an athlete as well and yeah it's yeah again load management is very very important for us yeah no because it's an interesting point you make because uh when i was going through the junior football ranks on and davo you could probably agree with this is that i probably took a lot of that stuff for granted you know when i was just playing football flat out but the girls coming into the um into the assistant and academies yeah like it is going to take a little bit of time for them to kind of I don't know, like develop that kind of foundation of kind of motor skills and movement patterns and mm. how to protect yourself, you know, when, when there is contact. Yeah. But yeah. But anyway, what does a week look like for, for all these young girls involved in the mm. program? Now, I know there are different age groups yeah. and things like that, but if you can give us kind of a general view, if they're involved in the academy, what does a week look like from a training point of view? Yeah, so um, as I said, because they all do participate in a lot of other sport, um, we have the kids in, the younger kids, which are the, the sort of the, the younger ones between 12 and 15 age group, um, they'll come in once a week and we do, we do the, as I said, the fundamentals through the warm up. Mm-hmm. they do the skills stuff and they also come back to us and do a few more sort of load management things there. Um, and then we also have then every, I think it's fourth week, is it the Academy Cup? Yep. So then they get to have the Academy Cup and they play against each other. So it's, it's good that they get to, one, do the skills, but then put it into sort of motion with their teammates as well. Yeah, and that's been a key pillar of the boys' program. And it's important yeah. that, that they get to come together and play against the the best girls um, of their age group yeah, and, I, and see what that looks like. And, and I feel like it really raises the bar yeah, for them big mm. time. Um, there's, you know, obviously there's there's girls coming from all different backgrounds and some have never played AFL before. Um, so it's one thing doing the skills and drills with your coach where you feel comfortable, but when they actually get to play the Academy Cup, that's where you, I think you really see the magic. With yeah. The, yeah. We yeah. ran, we yeah. randomize those teams too. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it's they can't just go on the team yeah. with their best friends yep. kind of thing. Like, yeah. You know, so. Understood. Well, it's, it's, it is quite funny that when you do get to pick groups, that uh, even at the senior level, you, you go, all right, break into group, groups of four. No, I'll tend to go with these guys, yeah. you know, where I might shine a little bit. Or and the yeah. Ruckman gets picked last. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right, exactly <laughs> right. But I'll start with you, Dave, for this question. What's been the most rewarding part um, of the program for you as a parent? Uh, to see the smile on their faces, mate. Yeah. The, and Jen will probably back me up here. The uh, Sometimes... Uh, you spend a lot of time out coaching these kids and you can, the wick can burn down at the end, but yeah. uh, the, the way the girls, the way that they love it, the way they attack it, um, it really does reinvigorate your, your passion for the game and, and they really just, they want to learn. Mm. Um, they're, they're, they're open books, they, mm. they take everything in and um, yeah, that for me, uh, to see how much and the slightest bit of improvement the joy they have on their yeah. face. I know. Yeah, I think I have to agree. I mean, the girls are full of energy. They bring. I've coached the boys and the girls, and it really is. They're they're totally different. Mm. Oh, it's yeah. like they're 
they're totally different. Um, and the girls, it's a little bit, I feel, harder to get their trust to begin with because they're kind of almost standoffish. That's interesting, the, yeah. The, boy, the boys are straight in, peacocking straight away. <laughs> yeah, they are, no, they're pretty <laughs> gung-ho. The, the boys yeah. are pretty gung you you know, Sometimes you would say, yeah, hey, wait. Yeah, like really but the girls are a little bit... Yeah. And it's understandable. And it is new, and they're unsure. But like I said, without jumping in back in, a little bit of, as soon as they get that yep. bit of, whether it be a movement or, or they get faster or they kick a gut like they just mm. love it yeah i don't know the depth yeah the energy that they, they bring the one thing i probably think stand out for me is when when you're coaching and there's a full moon it's just like yeah right <laughs> yeah I swear to god are we just going down a bit of a <laughs> <laughs> different no, no, but there's times where i'm just like you, you like, sound like my partner oh no i swear <laughs> to god like you're like girls get on the line girls get on the line girls get on the line and you look up and you're like it's a full moon yeah. just roll with it yeah. just like <laughs> well we you mentioned before that there are a lot of um we do have a lot of Irish employees here at the club. We and do, yep. In the uh, in our food <laughs> department, they tend to, they tend to the, the boys tend to give the um, you know Mark Kilgallen, our, our strength conditioning yeah, yeah. coach, a bit of flack. Do the girls tend to give you a bit of flack about the accent um, and things like that, or are yeah. they quite more <laughs> more relaxed? I get the I get the accent. I get um, there used to be uh, there's a lot of Irish, uh, other Irish <laughs> other Irish S and C's at the academy, but there was two of us that used to slow coach down, together. Slow down, yeah. speak slowly. <laughs> um, and they were like, "Are you married?" Like, why would we be married? Well, you're both Irish. I'm like, no, no. (laughs) 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 Okay. And then the other thing was I would help, because I played Gaelic football, so I would sometimes help the skills coaches on that sort of lower age group so they don't criticise me too much, but they all pointed out that I can't kick a ball properly. (laughs) Like, you don't have to line up a round (laughs) ball. (laughs) So Anyway, um, any advice for those uh, girls or parents or guardians about thinking of getting their... um, getting their children involved in football, what, what would it be? Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, getting involved, like, just even in the grassroots of the local community teams, definitely. Um, I don't even think you need to play played AFL to come along, which the vast majority of our girls in the first yeah. few years hadn't. They had come from other sports. Um, and, come and what's the reason for that? Like why, why, why have that come? Just because it's new and exciting or...? Yeah, I think it is new yeah. and exciting. And obviously, I mean, it, the invitation is open to anybody to come yeah. and trial. So it doesn't matter if you haven't played, if you've got some sort of athletic background or your work ethic. Yeah. AFLW's played a big part in this too. Yeah. Yes, abso- oh, absolutely, yes. It really has. So, Jen, just finally, what's in store for season 2021? Um, well... Very exciting. We actually have um, top end girls this year. This is the first year that we've had the under 16, 17, 18 and 19 age group. Um, so we've got the all of New South Wales girls. Yeah, all, uh, all of New South Wales. So they'll be um, they'll be coming in over the next few weeks. Yep. Uh, we've got games against mm-hmm. the uh, the Giants. Mm-hmm. And they've also got a uh, couple of games in Melbourne for the girls. So it's yeah. very yeah. exciting. Do you need a few ferals in the crowd just to... Yeah, come along. <laughs> yeah. The Giants, I'll come along. Take my teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's, it's exciting um, to, ha- to have this age group on board because obviously the younger girls, we're doing a lot of field stuff with the um, strength and condition yeah. side of things, but now we actually get to bring the girls into the gym and build on what we have been building over the last three years with them. So it's very exciting for them because a lot of them, unlike the boys, mightn't have had as much exposure to gym work, yeah. um, which is which is exciting for us because we've got like a complete clean slate and, mm. you know, it's it's just there's so much to build on there and mm. we're really excited and it's about crucial it. as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Programs, and yeah. it's actually funny you were saying the other week about you don't sleep the night before the two K time trial. So this is the first <laughs> this is the first year that we'll have done the two K time mm. trials with the, this age group, the top end girls. Um, 
And I don't think they've slept since maybe September. Yeah. Like every, every session yeah. we get asked when they're going to do it. Yeah, when are they going to do it? We had them in for a few sessions before Christmas. Are we doing it? No, we're not doing it until after Christmas. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure? Like they're literally... Okay. I'll give you a bit of advice yeah. as a coach when you're doing to say what I don't like yeah. is that the coaches don't tell you when you're doing it. Mm. Just be open up front and yeah. just go, This is the date and we're doing it at yeah. this time. Yeah, and then you know you take away all the anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> nah, Jen, you've mm. been an absolute rock star. Thanks for coming in today. I really do appreciate it. And I'm very I'm sure Dave was as well, very, very excited to see um, the program go further and further throughout 2021. Yes, thank you very much for having me. No worries, Jen. Davo, yes. very exciting stuff. So why don't we tackle uh, a new segment we've got. We're gonna, we're, we've gone out to the people of social media. Yep. Jen, actually hang around. You can answer a few of these questions <laughs> as well. Um, so we've got at Reggie05, which end will Wool Gould debut in? If he debuts this year. Oh, it depends which way we're running. <laughs> <Exactly right. laughs> the members end or the Paddington end? Just to put it out there, he's no Steve Monaghetti. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, he'll be in the back line. He'll be in the, he'll back, be line. In the back line. He's a very much uh, a Heath Grundy kind of Shannon Hearn type. Is uh, that fair or unfair? Is this the thing? Well, or is that uh, different? Uh, in the format here, I've got kind of a, it's a fair or unfair comment um, segment or a social Q&A segment. We're going with the social Q&A okay. segment. So anyway, just just hang in there, mate. You are, you know. Um, <laughs> It'll be mine in a couple of weeks. Be quiet. Uh, Let's talk about the training intensity. Yep. So a couple of people have asked about how things have uh, differed from year to year. You've come down the last few weeks and you've seen the boys train. What are kind of the differences that you've seen compared to previous pre-seasons? Uh, they go faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the oh, they faster than you. They yeah. go yeah. Far, no, they, they, so I had to go faster than me, but they go faster. <laughs> when they run, they, they go faster. Yeah. That's, uh, I think that's one of the keys. I think that's the way the game's moving. Mm. Uh, yeah, they're going faster. As to mention, we've got uh, Rob in this new uh, yes. high-performance manager, and he's really kind of bringing in that kind of high-speed interval yep. training, which is um, it's very important. Not very fun, though. Is it? <laughs> 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 it's very, very tough. Um, and we've also got another question is uh, about the new guys. We've got a lot of new guys coming to the footy club the last yep. couple of years. This is a pretty, pretty good question for you, Dave. Actually, um, you started your career at Collingwood and then yep. moved up here to Sydney. What? Well, actually, we'll ask you when you moved to Collingwood, what kind of helped you... I guess, um, settle in at the time? Uh, when I, when I first moved to, like to Collingwood, I moved into um, into a share house and we had a, a, a lady who was a Collingwood member, supporter, that, that was her house and we had four of the boys living there. So it was a, um, it was a, it was a bit of an experience. Tarkin Lockyer was one of them. He yeah. played a few games. Uh, ben Kinnear, Michael mm -hmm. Gardner and myself. But player welfare uh, in the has evolved just as much as any part of uh, a football department over the last just a long time since I played 20 years so uh, I, I think a little bit different for our boys this year given the amount of um, Swans Academy boys that that joined um, just having them integrate into the program has uh, has been a lot easier I would say but for yeah. the interstate boys and when I was um, heavily in development just being a big brother to them a little bit yeah. um, you got to understand that um, you, you want to make them better players, but you, you need to really tap into who they are. And, and, and as a development coach, one of my, not two of my biggest things where they need to, they need to be able to believe you and trust you mm. uh, in everything. Uh, yeah. And then you, then you can coach them. So uh, they're sort of things that, that the kids are looking for when they, when they move clubs. Unreal. 
Thanks so much, guys, for coming on the podcast. Uh, I'm just going to do a little segment with you now, Jen. You've okay. been working with the senior program yeah. for a while. Yeah. So coming up next week, we've <laughs> yes. got Team Photo Day. Yeah. I'm in this too. You're in this too. Yeah, I'm in so this too. So we've got Team Photo Day <laughs> next week and a lot of preparation goes into this. So we've got people at the footy club that have to book venues, yeah. photographers, all the equipment and things like that. But the players do a little bit of preparation themselves. So I will start with you, Jen, for one of these. Qu- well, you, you know, you know, you know, you know the boys quite well now. You've mm. worked with us for a number of years. Yep. So, which player will be at the hairdressers this weekend? Ooh. Off the top of your head, hairdressers. Ooh, God. <laughs> Come on, throw them under the bus. Come on, just do it. Oh, I don't know. The last time I made a joke, you you, you got annoyed with me. <laughs> oh, he, yeah, don't worry about him yeah. because he's, he's – uh, we got I'm, another podcast coming up I, where we'll – I'm a Virgo. I'm, I'm highly sensitive. Probably, <laughs> you're, you're he, really, sensitive. he really is. I'm highly sensitive. I don't shy away from that. I own Come that. on. Um, I'd say probably one of the new newer boys, maybe Errol, probably wanting to make a, oh, yeah. a oh, impression. Yeah. No, I agree with I that. Agree, I agree. Yeah, he's yeah. been noting himself on the weekends, yeah. Errol, too, he's so I will – Lance Franklin will be at the hairdresser. Yeah, no. Underrated Lance. Franklin will be at the hairdresser. He'll be shaving the legs yeah. too, and he'll be very. <laughs> oil will be. He'll Lance Franklin will be there. He'll rock up very, very shiny. So, um, uh, who will be in the gym just before we take the team photo? This is okay. easy for a party pump. This is easy for a what? Party a pump. party pump. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, this is easy. Oh, oh God, I hate this pressure. Right. Yeah, come on. Maybe like Isaac Heaney. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'd, I'd probably disagree with you. He's oh. all genetic. Anyway, he'll also be very. Isaac Kenny will be in the gym. Uh, which player will be applying fake tan? Or most likely to. <sighs> Same. <laughs> Has he not got an all year round tan? <laughs> he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know. Is there any of them would even? Colin. Colin might, well, Colin, <laughs> Colin might have to. Colin might have to just not stand out. <laughs> and last one: which player will forget that it's team photo day? So they'll who turn up just forget? rugged and will have no idea what they're doing. God, I'm not sure. Mine's Dill Stevens. Davo? Ollie. Laurent. Jen, she's just, Jen's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what he said. He's exactly easy breezy. Right. Yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Both of you, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Ran a little bit over today, but it was good fun. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Chief. Just before we go, if you've listened up until now, then you're clearly a Swans fan. So a quick question for you. Have you signed up as a member for 2021? We would love to have you on board and a part of the team. For details and membership options, visit membership.sydneyswans.com.au. Thanks for listening to another episode of Conversations with Cal, the official podcast of the Sydney Swans. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.